Yo. I know it's not Monday, but <clears throat> this is She Gets a Pod. Used to be She Gets It back in the day, but you know, people don't know how to make their own names with this. Okay. But this is She Gets It Pod. My name is Shan. She'll be potting to be exact. You can find me at shanbepodding.com. She'll be potting on Twitter, TikTok, IG. You know what I'm saying? Jam. Okay. She Gets a Pod on stereo. Uh, I am a podcaster, okay? Uh, this is one of six shows that I do, and I'm daily on this thing. And if I'm not doing a podcast myself, I'm listening to one. And if I'm not listening to one, I'm talking to a podcaster or I'm reading up on podcasting. I just think podcasting is a great way to get information without all the mouth work. <laughs> so, yeah. So listen to what you want to listen to. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. You can also donate on Red Circle in the link in the show notes. I appreciate it. But a review will be nice too. You know what I'm saying? You could drop me a review on Apple. You could drop me a review on Spotify. You could drop me a review on CastBox. You could drop me a review on Podbean. Wherever you listen to podcasts, especially good pods, drop me a review and let me know what you think. Let me know what you felt from something I said. If I offended you, I want to know so I could be better. If you didn't like it, I want you to tell me what you didn't like about it. Like, be real. We have to become one with honesty because that is how we learn. That is how we get better. And I'm going to shut the hell up and press play. (laughs) Imagine waking up each day being the blame of Kids' behavior that don't have involved fathers, lopsided families, you're not allowed to cry, women being abused by men with your skin tone, discrimination from the government, companies, stores you shop in, uh, you can't catch a taxi, uh, the fact that you work out, you're offensive to everybody you walk past, um, Drugs in the communities are pointed at you like it's your fault. The fact that you're not athletic means you have no purpose as a man, as a black man. You suffer with depression, but you can't say that you suffer with depression because people go to act like, oh, you just want to be a victim. You just want somebody to feel sorry for you. You're, you know looked at as not being worth it because you're not rich enough. The workplace gives you passive aggressiveness. And you have an American government, if you live in America, that is always ready to arrest you or detain you because they feel offended. Black men at a higher level than any other ethnicity is arrested six times as much and spend six times as much more time in prison than any other ethnicity. The target on little black boys with bias and hate from authority is super high here. And imagine you had no control over who you became. 
You had no control on picking your parents. You had no control on what their skin tone was. You had no control of what their skin type was. You had no control of the area that you grew up in. And this is why I don't have any issue with black men frolicking these days because you deserve to frolic. You deserve to have happiness. You deserve to have joy. You deserve to figure out what peace looks like for you because there's always a daily target of somebody pointing figures at you for blame for something that you had nothing to do with. And I'm sorry. This is what I'm talking about this episode. I'm talking about black men and the fact that they don't feel heard. Um, They don't really feel seen for who they actually are. They feel judged. And it's a lot of stereotypical things that come with being a black man a black man, and for people to be like, they always got a problem or they're not happy and they're not smiling because they got a lot of shit that they don't want to smile about. <laughs> Let's be serious. I just think it's unfair. I think a lot of the the discussions that are being had are behind the fact that where the fuck do black men feel comfortable? You know? You know, there's so many... People having a say on social media about what makes a man gay because he does this, because he doesn't want to see you, because he has something else going on, because he wants to be somewhere else. And then, you know, like, when did it become gay because you wanted to spend time doing what the fuck you wanted to do? You know, when did it... Like, where do they feel comfortable sharing what they like? Where do they feel comfortable doing what they want to do on top of being a provider, being a great um, employee, being a great business owner, being a great uh, boyfriend, father, husband, like in every aspect of their life, they are picked at. They are picked at when they're little boys. They are picked at when they're teenagers. They are picked at when they're in high school. They are picked at when they're not choosing to go to college. They are picked at because they don't want to trade. They are picked at because uh, they want to go to college. They are picked at because they want to be artists. They are picked at because they like playing a certain instrument. They are picked at because they want to start a business that has never been created before they are picked at um because they feel confused or lost or misguided they are picked at because they want to talk to their mom about the way that she didn't show up for them they are picked at because their father not being there from when they were six still fucks with them at 33 where and at what time are black men in life, at a, in a space where they feel like anything is possible here, you're not going to be judged. You're not going to be picked at. And that's the thing. Like uh, so many people want to point fingers and say where the problems are, but nobody wants to address the loopholes in how they are growing up. Most black men wake up and go to sleep exhausted. They feel defeated every day without a light out of it okay and having a depressive emotion and mood every day how do you motivate yourself out of that 
How do you motivate yourself out of that if you haven't you haven't seen another man that looks like you that was probably brought up similar to you make it out of that? Where do you have space for hope? Okay? And I can understand that it may make men numb to life, numb to living, numb to being happy, numb to trying, numb to believing in something, numb to being their deepest potential because they can't see it. There's not even like a small opening for it, okay? On the nation survey of American life, black boys from the wealthiest families were the most depressed. And this is another thing I want to talk about because a lot of people feel like, okay, I'm going to do my best. So I can find uh, a, another black woman to raise a black family. I think that's beautiful, right? And then they deal with their own issues of like um, passive aggressiveness in the workplace and college um, and moving up and whether they're executives or not. And then they have children and one of them or all of them are black boys and they choose to, I want to live in a neighborhood that will give my children the best opportunity. And they live in a neighborhood that they feel will give their children the best opportunity to be excellent and excel and have, you know, options, right? And it's not in the hood and it's probably in the suburbs, but you're surrounded by people who hate what you look like, hate your culture, um, want you to straighten your hair because that's what's professional and appropriate. Uh, you cannot have locks. You cannot uh, wear hoodies like their children can. You, your child's skirt, if they're a girl, cannot be short. Um, you cannot play your music loudly. God forbid you have more than four people parked at your house on a weekend. Um you cannot uh, do all the normal things other ethnicities can in this neighborhood because it's quote unquote nice or um, you're, you've been a problem ever since you moved in. And then you have your child go to a school there with your neighbor's children and the community's children that does not like what you look like, doesn't like what you sound like. They don't feel like you need to be here, but you feel... On the outside looking in, you made it. There's no wonder why those kids are depressed. It's not that you're giving them a horrible upbringing. It's a lot to handle on a daily being around kids that don't like you, teachers that don't like you, and authority figures looking for you to fuck up. So, of course, those kids are depressed. Black men with the highest income have the highest risk of depression because black men with a high income are always worried about how they look to somebody else. Is somebody coming for their job because they're probably the only black person at their their office or their company? Um, no other black man or black woman has ever had this role, so I have to make sure I'm doing it in a perfect way. They're under hella pressure, even when... They have made it to a level where most people would be happy. And of course they're depressed, you know, any wrong step. And like, it's like their world is tumbling. 
I can't mess up this client. I can't mess up, you know, this, this, this project. My family needs me. My kids need me. My wife needs me. If I don't have this money, my wife won't be here. And that's a whole other issue where a lot of black men feel like they have to get a woman that looks a certain way in order to keep and maintain the certain status that they have in life to look like they made it. When really what you need at all times, whether you're rich, poor, uh, middle class, or wealthy, you need a woman that believes in you from the core. You need a woman that's there when you are getting the money, when you are trying to figure out up until you got the money. Because that's the greatest foundation. If your foundation of you getting a woman that you have is the fact that you have money, you're not going to keep her. Because there will always be someone with money. Life happens. You can get sick and lose it. Okay? So when a lot of people pick women based on their looks and how they make them feel when they walk into a room and then they get to a point in life where they are sick or a tragedy happens or they lose a job and their whole life starts crumbling and she packs her bags and she walks on, I don't feel sorry for them because your foundation was fucked up from the get-go. Okay? What's a great example of a great foundational relationship? Two chains and his wife. Um, LeBron James and Savannah. You know? Foundational stuff like been here before this. Been here before the cameras. Been here before the magazines. Been here before the interviews. You know? And it's rare that you see those types of relationships still because... Woo! Everybody feels like today that they can do so much better. I I can do so much better. (laughs) But it's just sad that... um, Black men don't have a space. But I do appreciate a lot of um, spaces that are being created right now by black men, supporting black men, having like a mailing list of black men who want to join in on like a community where they feel safe, where they can talk, where they can express themselves because that shit matters. It matters. Okay? The need to... To always feel like you need to be more. That's unhealthy. Because when do you get to relax? When do you get to enjoy the moment? The feeling of always feeling like, oh, that's not enough. I need to do this. I need to be the best. What is this person over here doing? I need to learn how to do that. Like, when are you getting your break? Black men are oftentimes singled out at jobs. Oftentimes overlooked. Not all the time, but oftentimes, okay? Men's issues and the things in uh, this podcast, they go overlooked and they go not considered. Because people are just like, oh, that's life. What other ethnicity is life like that for? What other ethnicity? 
what other skin color of, of men is that for in 2023? In great comparison. Tell me. There isn't any. You can go to Europe. It's the same shit. You can go to Austria. It's the same shit. You can go to um, China. It's the same shit. You can go to the west, to the east, to the south, to the north. It, the Midwest. It's the same shit. We are looked at as, ooh, they about to fuck up. Ooh, I know they're going to do this. Ooh, he's this type. Ooh, I know he's going to do this. Ooh, he can't be all great and everything. It has to be something all the fucking time. And then all of that shit spills over into men's health. Why you think black men's health is not the greatest? When did they, When do they get a break? To relax. When is, when is it okay for them to relax? When is it okay for them to take off just to spend time with their kids and not be looked at side eye? When is it okay for them to go check um, with their uh, primary care doctor about their headaches, about their blood pressure, about you know their stomach cramping, about their lower back hurting? When is it okay for a man to? Um, be looked at as being manly because he he watches what he eats and he doesn't drink and he doesn't smoke and he doesn't want to um, go to most places and do what most men do in 2023. He's like, oh, you think you better than everybody. He just has certain shit about him that he's not into. And it's kind of, it's hard because a lot of times when black men want to take care of themselves, they're looked at as... Thank you for just listening because I know a lot of people will be like, oh, she's talking about black men or he's talking about black men. Who cares about that? You know, nobody wants to talk about that. Oh, they're they're complaining again. And that's another thing too. Like we have to stop saying that every time someone wants to discuss something we need to be better from, Oh, you're complaining again. No, it keeps coming up because nothing is being done about it. And I just want to um, say thank you for taking the time to listen. Let black men frolic, period. As, oh, you think you're better than. And that's not true. A man's income. A lot of people... You go on social media, what day can you go on social media and some woman or some uh, group of males who never made over 25K in their life are talking about, well, how much money is he getting in that deal? Well, I don't think he should be getting that much money or uh, he can't be the best because such and such made more money. Why the fuck are y'all watching a grown man's pockets? If that man is not the father of your child, if that man is not your father, and if that man is not someone that's roommating with you, you should not be watching no man's pockets or interested in how he's getting his money or why it's not more. So for the same reason people uh, downplay men because of the money they make, 
is the same reason why most men feel like they should be able to get any woman. They should be able to get in any um, position in life because of the money they make. A lot of our issues that we complain about, we perpetuate. A lot of the issues that some men complain about why women feel like a man has to have this in order for them to treat them or be nice because their granddaddies and their daddies and some of their moms and their aunties told them if a man doesn't do X, Y, and Z, can't give you X, Y, and Z, he's not a man, you need to not acknowledge him or treat him with respect. So we are all dealing with how another person raised the person that we're dealing with what they were around, what conversations they heard, okay? But at any age, we can make a choice to unlearn some shit. We can make a choice to unlearn the fact that we hold a man's manliness in his wallet. We can unlearn the fact that, you know, just because it's a black man doesn't mean you could beat him up and and ruin his body and he's going to bounce back. I know it's like this famous setting, uh, saying of like, black don't crack. Black will crack if you don't take care of it. Black will crack if you don't get rest. Black will crack if you don't mind the salts and the sugars that you're putting in your body. Black will crack if you think all of your protein has to come from red meat or chicken or polluted fish. Black will crack if you think every time you need to celebrate some shit, you need to go out drinking or you need to go smoke. So stop saying, you know, black don't crack. Black don't crack when you take care of it. When you take care of your body, of course, your body's going to take care of you. That's the reciprocation process. I love seeing vegan people, vegan black men. Vegan old black men looking like they just hit 40 and they're well into their 80s. Flexible, confident, skin, amazing. Mind, clear. Pure joy, humble. But if you don't get to a level where you start to take care of yourself, you cannot blame anybody because There's internet everywhere. There are options for you to change your diet at any time. But it's a undoing of what you were taught, of how you were raised. I try to explain this to my mom. I'm just like, the way y'all ate in Jamaica, you can't come to the United States and eat like y'all ate in Jamaica. Because most of what y'all ate there was super fresh. I'm talking about goat. An hour ago was running around the yard fresh. The herbs that y'all picked was from the garden at the house. It wasn't contaminated with chemicals. That type of fresh. You can't come to America and eat the food that they give us here that's super processed. You know? The oils, the fried stuff. Like you can't keep eating like that and you get into your 50s and your 60s and your 70s just like, oh, I don't know why I have to take these pills. I want to get off these pills. You want to get off of those pills, you got to be good to your body. 
You want to be more flexible, you got to be good to your body. Most black men who work um, factory jobs and corporate jobs, y'all have great health insurance. Use it. Y'all have time to take off. Use it. I promise you, if you drop dead this week, they're going to replace you by Monday. Jobs do not care. The jobs do not care. Okay? You are wasting your time thinking that you physically must be at the job. Not Peter, not Paul, but you. You are wasting your time. That is not true. That is not true. Not at all. Okay? So please get that out your mind. There's another way. Systematic oppression did not just pop up. That is decades and decades and decades and decades of making rules to benefit someone else off of black men's bodies. Black women and black men, but I'm talking about black men. Okay, structural barriers are made there so you cannot reach the top and have options and decisions to do something else. This whole idea of people wanting to start their own business and have employees and the way that they're being taxed, the U.S. government taxes people who want to do it themselves so they can feel defeated and be like, forget it, it's too much, I'm going to just work for somebody. Like, how are you punishing somebody because they want to do it themselves? How are you punishing somebody because they want to build something for their family? And then you have the self-hate. <laughs> the self-hate of how black males can lack a certain healthy family structure and go out into the street and stake claim on blocks and street names and uh, regional areas and represent them. And if you're representing something else, you're wrong and I have to kill you. Or just so much self-hate that you just feel like, I'm going to make a reason why you shouldn't be here and I, I should and that self-hate, it spills over into a workplace. That self-hate spills over into um, families when there's kids involved. That self-hate spills over into, you know, your mother hating your father so much that you grew up and she hated you because you looked like them. That self-hate spills over in the fact that you don't want to take care of yourself because you feel like you ain't shit and you've never been shit. That self-hate spills over into why you don't try, why you don't show up, why you don't put forth the effort. You got to fix that. And if we don't fix that, guess what? We going to have another generation of people who not going to fix it. And they going to make another generation of people who not going to fix it. So I'm just saying all of this shit to say that we have to get to a point where we don't want to blame no more. We have all the fucking facts that we need of how it got like this. What are we going to do to fix it? All these discussions about um, racism, uh, black men being choked out in public and being cheered on. Um, instead of being helped, 
When are we going to fix it? How many times do we have to see it and be like, oh, yeah, that is a problem, but not fix it? And I'm not nobody that's like, oh, we need a protest. I don't give a it's not that I don't give a fuck about a protest, but I haven't seen what a protest does past a protest. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen what happens in a protest. I've seen what happens during a protest. I've seen what happens um, the day after a protest. Conversation, headlines, who has the best story, who caught the best moment in picture, who got it on film. But what the fuck changes after a protest? What the fuck changes after uh, multiple deaths of people because of their skin color, because of their culture, because of where they grew up in? What changes after a weekend in Chicago, a weekend in Baltimore, a weekend in Philly? What change is being put in place? And most of the times there's no fucking change because it's a systematic plan in order to get rid of the bulk of black men that we don't want here anyway. Make a decision on being better. Make a decision on eating better. Making a decision on how you want to show up. Making a lot of money. Getting rich, moving into a rich, hating ass, uh, we don't want no blacks here neighborhood is not the answer. It's not the answer. Moving somewhere where you have, oh, I have white neighbors. I have Indian neighbors. I have Asian neighbors. There's not a lot of black people in my area. I live in a nice area. What the fuck about that area makes it nice? Is it the way that the area looks? Or is it the character and the personality of the people and how they treat you as a community? Just some shit to think about. But I feel like black, black men do deserve their peace. Black men deserve to frolic. Black men deserve to have joy. And we have to stop penalizing them for, for being fucking human. Slave masters did that already. What makes us any different? Is it because we don't own a plantation? Is it because we don't pay our mortgage on the bodies of black people in our fields? Let black men be. So their offspring can be great. So we can be great. I'm tired of feeling uncomfortable walking down a street with a group of black men. Boys or black men walking towards my way. I should be comfortable. I should instantly feel protected. Black men deserve to frolic. Black men deserve to have a guide. And black men deserve a space to figure the fuck out. And another issue um, that is not just a black man's issue. It's just. A brown, deep skin, mahogany, melanin, fine as hell issue is unity. In 2023, we are still struggling as brown, beautiful people to unite together and have a purpose that is one, a focus that is one, um, 
you know, like, not even like leadership. I don't think we should be sitting back looking for one person or a group of people just to lead us. But as a community, like, we need to get back to, you know, that child could be my brother. That child could be my cousin. That child could be mine. I'm not going to allow this child to play in the street. Let me say something. Let me stop my car. I'm not going to allow those children over there to fight, those girls over there to fight. Like, we have to stop pulling out our cameras as brown people and putting this stuff on the internet for clicks because it's depicting us as a whole whenever we go places, right? So the unity is another foundational issue that we are lacking where we think we're just separately going to get it and have great lives separately on our own. We don't want to come together where every other ethnicity group comes together and they build together and we just out here, I'm an individual, I'm an individual, I'm doing my... But we, in another year, struggling to get it correct, struggling to be respected, struggling to be seen. Bring that unity back. Damn. She fucking gets it. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.